Hey, y'all, we're back. Ah, sorry, I haven't been here for a few days. I've been kind of like in mourning. It seems uh, my favorite gun store right now uh, has closed its doors. And first time in my life I had a gun store that was within walking distance of my house. And that was cool, see. Anyway, Randy told me when I was in there about a week and a half ago, uh, he told me he was having to close the doors because he couldn't get no inventory. What kind of shit is that? And I'll tell you, in the times they are these days, I know it's hard to get ammo and all that other stuff. But it's sad when a business has to go out of business because they can't get inventory because of the present situation. Well, hopefully when it's over, he told me, we'll do this again. I says, okay, I'm hoping for you. But anyway, I got a call from a fellow named Gus out in Texas. And he, he heard me talking about the uh, Bonnie and Clyde stuff and... Uh, asked me uh, if he could tell a little bit of a story on the uh, Colt Monitor. And uh, it's an interesting gun. And uh, and so I said, sure, you know, I said, I'll go ahead and take care of this. But anyway, the Colt Monitor, the Colt Model 1925, also known as the R75, the R75A and the R80, they're light American automatic rifles sold under the Colt Monitor name. Essentially an approved version of the Browning automatic rifle. The Moderner was essentially a culmination of Colt's work to improve the BAR after World War I. Sold from 1925 to about 1931, the Monitor is marked, uh, marketed towards law enforcement agencies and some militaries, but they failed to sell well in either regard. The uh, Monitors are quite similar to the FN Model D, uh, another improved version of the Browning automatic rifle, and very similar in concept and improvements. Now, uh, Colt, which led uh, health sales rights to the BAR in North America, South America, and a few other countries, wanted to improve the design uh, of said weapons. As such, the company went into work improving the design after World War I. The result of this would come to be known as the Colt Model 1925 machine rifle, better known as the R-75. The initial version of the weapon, and its first to use it under the model name, the uh, R-75 uh, would be joined by the R-80 in 1931, and the model marketed towards law enforcement agencies. Now, both the R-75 and the R-80 failed to achieve any significant sales. However, the R-80 was adopted by the Federal Bureau of Investigation, you know, the FBI, as their first and only official fighting rifle. Now, despite the company only produce, uh, purchasing rather about 90 of the R-80s in total, another 20 or so were sold, uh, uh, so R-80s went to the police agencies. But that was about as far as sales went. In total, only about 125 R-75s and R-80s were produced over its lifetime, with the production discontinuing due to the high cost of manufacture. Now, one final iteration of the Monitor, uh, the R-75A, was produced for the Netherlands Purchasing Commission from August of uh, to December of 1942 with uh, 832 produced, now presumably to be sent into combat. The R-75A is regarded as the final iteration of a commercial Browning automatic rifle. Now, due to its rarity, the uh, monitor is one of the most sought after, if not the most sought after, variation of the BAR today. Most surviving examples are either in museums 
or are in private collections with examples in particularly good condition fetching up to six-figure sums. Think about it. That comes worth some shit there. The visual, uh, visually, the monitors differ from the Browning automatic rifle with use of a pistol grip, different compensator, and a different handguard. Now, internally, the monitors are identical to the standard BAR. All monitors were assembled from commercial BAR receivers. The weapon has three positions fire selector with a uh, safe semi and full auto settings. The monitor features a wide wooden handguard which could uh, give better protection to the shooter's hand. The monitors feature the same sights as the early uh, World War I production BARs. Some monitors, most prominently the R75As, feature dust covers. Most variants may feature dust covers that cover the ejection port and the dust cover designed to open, uh, uh, to open when the bolt is open and closed. Now the R75A features two dust covers, one for the ejection port and another for, to cover the magazine well when it's not in use. The most prominent part of the monitors is its large compensator present on most of the rifles. The compensator is a cuts type compensator produced by Lyman Products Corporation and it's said to reduce the kick of the rifle, although it appears that the concussion from the compensator is rather intense. The compensator is not present on the R75 and the R75A. Now, serial numbers for the R75s and the R80s start at 100,000, while the serial numbers for the uh, R75A appear to be around 4,300 to 5,300. Now, the variants on it, you had the R-75 was the original uh, variant produced in 1925, marketed towards the military. Law enforcement, varied, uh, pro- uh, some were produced for law enforcement in 1931, the R-80s. They were adopted by the feds in 1933 as their official fighting rifle. And the R-75 it was an improved variant of the R-75, I'm some, excuse me, the R-75A is an improved variant of the R-75 with an additional dust covers and quick detachable barrel. And that's about the most of it I could find, and I hope it was informative. And uh, if you've got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, or just want to know something, shoot me an email at gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G-U-N-S-M, smoke, all lowercase, at yahoo.com. So until next time, Y'all take care.